Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to an episode of High and Mighty. This is our first special kickoff Banshee recap episode, so get ready for me, your host, John Gabris, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy! <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's me. I'm here with fellow Fanshees, or fanmen, as we've, as we've maybe been trying to call ourselves instead of fanboys, Sean Clements and Sean Conroy. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Woof, woof. Clemdog in the house. <laughs> Everyone has their... No- <laughs> number 74, fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> Officially ranked by Notary Public. 74 with a bullet. Watch your back, Gabris. <laughs> Climbing, <laughs> baby. Climbing. Ben Rogers, unfortunately, stomach flew down. And Banshee cast members... A touch too busy to be on this episode, so we're just going straight raw. <laughs> the raw fanman, uncut, unfiltered, recapping, reviewing episode one, and talking about how pumped we are for the rest of season four. Yes. Now the fact that we're not interviewing any cast members or Tropper's not here, this is feeling really like we're doing free work for Cinemax at this point. <laughs> like, this feels exclusively like, yeah, don't you worry, we'll put the episode up, what's, we'll promote what's, you. <laughs> just, what's funny about that too is that I told, I was talking to my parents parents and i told them that we were doing this podcast and they were finally they, proud of you no 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 that will never happen uh, but as soon as i said oh we're gonna have people from the show on the podcast whatever my mom was like well i hope that network is paying you and i was like that's not how podcasts work mom yeah. that network's not even paying the people on their network right. to come on these podcasts there's no way they're also gonna pay us and she just could not understand the economic model you know oh. Anytime I do anything for work, my mom's main concern is do they reimburse you for gas or flight? Like, my mom doesn't even know. I'm like, no, no, no. It's a TV acting job. It pays good money. She's like, what, do you got to drive yourself there and back? I'm like, What's fucked up, though, also, off what you said before, is that at the end of every conversation about that, they go, just so you know, we are still not proud of you. Oh, wow. (laughs) They have to stop down for that. You seem like you're getting a little excited on the other end of the line, (laughs) Sean. We just want you to know. I understand you love what you do. We do not. (laughs) 
Do you have any brothers or sisters that are lawyers and stuff like that? I have four that are all like very normal. <laughs> four brothers. Four brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I have two younger brothers, and they both have like the most blue collar, like help the world. One's a nurse, and one's an elementary school teacher. One of my brothers. Okay, <laughs> right. so let me let me just go through. My next oldest brother is a prosecutor for the district attorney's office in Manhattan. <laughs> then the next one after him is a vice principal. The next one after him is a tax assessor in the city of Rye, and the next one after him is a corporate lawyer. So it's like they could not be more. Normal. Just like successful upper middle yes. class, like perfect. They all kids. have kids. They're all married. <laughs> and you live in a fucking tower in LA. <laughs> in my fortress of solitude. <laughs> Just call a, that because I'm lonely. <laughs> I have a sister. She's a high school teacher or was. And then she had three kids in two years like she had she had twins and then immediately like had her son afterwards wow. and then it was like this is a sad state of affairs she was like i think i would pay more for childcare than i can make teaching high school oh geez so now it's her and those kids uh and when i go to visit her it's this weird like groundhog day life where like her kids are you know like five five and three or whatever like or i'm uh the Whatever. She's going to be mad if she listens. I got their ages wrong. I think it's four, four, and two. But um, very hard to remember. This will come out next year, so it'll work out perfect. So, but um, it's just like your entire day is structured 100% around like just like every, like what, like their routine. And it's pretty fucking crazy that's terrifying to me but i guess it's an i mean she loves it right i'm like i get it it's cool you're like these are like people (laughs) but also there's some people there's some people who would say it's worth paying the extra money to not have to deal with that there are some people who are like i'd rather go to work and give my entire salary to someone yeah just to get out of the house but that seems a little great i mean my parents would be 100 want to be gone but also as a high school teacher that is a day of structure every single day too in a weird way yeah that's true yeah with kids with children a little older but yeah yeah she's like a high school spanish teacher but so uh in terms of like uh, our families as a whole it's like my my mother was a teacher and her mother was a teacher <laughs> and her and, and my aunts and so it's like that was like what everyone did and my dad was like planning to be like a professor like <laughs> um and so she's really like in the family tradition yeah and you're like out here like you you won't believe that who we got on the banshee cast or like, right and check that, out hollywood no yeah they don't understand that's <laughs> that's the problem for me is that my parents just don't understand anything about what i do you know and they shouldn't you know what i mean like, i know it's like, but i what, wish like, i wish yeah, they did yeah like, i know I, yeah. I know but it's like i i think it's easy to get frustrated at that sure <laughs> it's, it's a banshee podcast we're like talking about like <laughs> how to like, like therapize it yeah. like our, we'll get to the banshee stuff but this is important too. <laughs> but you know you go to like explain you like tell them like whatever i'm on hold for this yeah and they're like okay and the it's amount like, of explain you yeah. should be excited i'm i'm framing this positively because <laughs> right. i need to feel good about <laughs> right, it right. Totally. And they're just like all right yeah, yeah if anyone it. should be impressed it should be the person who knows nothing about tv <laughs> 
Right? Your TV friends would go like, that's, all right, sure, pal. That happens to all of us. Yeah. But like your non-TV friends you think would be excited or your family. For me, it's like you have to dive so deep in explaining why it's a good thing that you start to not believe it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. See, so I, I was explaining to my mom how like development season works. And I was like, yeah. And then we're going to shoot a pilot presentation. She's like, then my mom is like, so what's a TV pilot? And I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here talking about pilot season. My mom doesn't even know what a pilot is. So I explain it to her and she goes, Oh, so then they decide if it should become like a full real show, like Three's the Boss? <laughs> and I was like, Joanne, what the fuck is Three's the Boss? <laughs> I'm like, that's three, that's like two different shows wrapped in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's like, uh, you know, if you extend beyond her to other family members, like, at least my parents have had to listen to me explain a lot of this stuff. Right, so that, right, right. You know, you tell your aunt you made a pilot. She's like, well, when do I get to, when's it on? Yeah, when's it on? <laughs> like, uh, I'll tell the kids. The fucking DVR. never. Trust <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> and there's also the thing of like, because, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I run shows for Adult Swim and CISO. They have no idea what that means. I'm the, like, the, there's not the everybody verb gets or the do- noun in yeah, that yeah. sentence. <laughs> but then there's the live performance aspect of like, oh, come see us do a show. And I always say that when if my folks come to a show, it's the Heisenberg uncertainty principle where if they're there, the show's not going to be as good as it would have been if they weren't there. Right. Not yeah. on purpose. That's just what happens. You know? Yeah. So they're like, oh, it's great that you do this. <laughs> oh God! So that's why we had to just become fans of a oh, show Banshee. that we have no yes. connection to. There's we have no horses in this race no. other than we want other people to watch this show. So when I'm screaming references that people can get behind, fine. Like yesterday, a mutual friend, Susan, who books UCP stuff, came up to me and was like, "I just watched the albino die," <laughs> and I was like, "I know." exactly what you're saying because i know you're into banshee now (laughs) um so they did a uh like full series recap prior to the premiere like uh you know on it's like previously on banshee they they showed that at the the premiere and if you didn't watch it You don't get anything. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, it's only for people who I think really, in a devoted way, watched it. And it's just right, like, cause it's not don't forget this guy. Don't forget that guy. No, they're literally just showing you faces at some point. <laughs> right. To be like, but all- this was a person. <laughs> yeah. Also, my feeling when we watched that at the premiere was like, how could you watch that recap and not, and if you've never seen the show before, and not go... I gotta fucking watch this show. It looks amazing. Too. I love. You know? I think we we always talk. We've been talking about this a lot on these episodes. That's like Banshee out of context, just explaining like sentence at a time is like some of the best shit. And when you see it in like a sizzle reel format, where you're like, oh, here's the giant Indian who sings and flips a car. <laughs> here's this guy. Here's a guy in a suit whose head gets taken off by a Mack truck. You just throw out these like random factoids. You're like. Wait, 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 wait. This is all under one umbrella of a show. <laughs> one one thing I like to tell people, maybe we talked about this on the first podcast, but like it's the kind of show where you've seen people use guns and kill each other with guns for an entire episode, but still in the final fight sequence, the sheriff shows up with just two Japanese fighting sticks (laughs) and and elects to kill everyone with that because it's just going to look great. (laughs) It's like there's no reason. Everyone's asleep. He could just shoot them all. Well, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. But he's going to kill them with fighting sticks. We talked about this with, with Chopper on the show, where my thing was, I feel like when they're writing it, they go, what's the most fun thing we can do here? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, it's not that. It's like, what have we not seen before that we're going to mm. see now? You know? And that's such oh, a cool. great fucking yeah. TV attitude. That's, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we, we got to kill this guy. It's like, well, how can we do it? What haven't we, we haven't seen before? Seen. Yeah. yeah. It's been really, it's been cool talking to all these people. It just makes me want to be on a show like Banshee more than anything else in the world. And this first episode of Banshee season four is as, is like distilled, crystallized Banshee to me, where it's like the timeline is fuzzy. The characters have so much shit has passed in between And there's like, there's like 19 things you've kind of seen before. Like everything's a little bit from something else, right? You know, but just like all smashed together. <laughs> yeah, into it's a so delicious casserole. Right, I know because I love, like I said, uh, I love the tropes that they address on the show. Of like, of course, we at some point we're gonna see Hood shave his beard and cut his hair. Like, yes. of course we are because he's coming back to Banshee to be a fucking badass again. Super fake beard, right? Hugely. Someone Apparently, t- he was very upset about it. Like he hated having to wear that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Uh, Grow you're excused. Up. Yeah. It- <laughs> right. You're a fucking actor, man. You do what they tell you. I hope Anthony <laughs> comes on this episode. Like comes on this show by episode seven, and he hates us. Like he comes on. To he Britain. certainly will hate me, especially if we start talking about that beard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. It like, does, dude. It- it's so fun. It's really funny. And the best part about the beard is that when he cuts it all off, he's got stubble. Yeah. He's got the yeah. exact he cut the right length. For like, yeah. Like, like the, the three-day stubble four, growth yeah. that he's always had. The By the way, I did him. a thing once uh, that where I was like a Sasquatch who made money by coming back to society and doing porn. And... They so they made me shave my beard for the part where I was supposed to do porn, and then they were like, "Oh, we missed a shot when you were the Sasquatch." So they took my own beard shavings <laughs> and glued them back oh. onto my face. Wow! So it could have been worse, Anthony Starr. Yeah, they could have been saving up a bag from your barber shop right. and gluing it all to your face on the last. It was day. the worst. It was so disgusting. So. This show opens with a main character who's been a huge plot point in all three seasons, Rebecca uh, Proctor's niece. This show, within a couple of minutes, first of all, the show opens with Brock in a sheriff's uniform, walking through the woods alone, saying he doesn't need backup, which is the most banshee setup of all time. Well, he go yeah, he goes, he goes. No, nah, looks deserted. But, but then he pulls his gun and is like, doesn't knock on the door, doesn't say, hey, police, coming in. Yeah, he just storms just around. Just silently sneaks into the house. So good. Um, it's very true detective-y, right? The, like, they they're keep showing this body. And right. Kind of investigating, like, this sort of woman yeah, it's who like, was, like, mutilated. Like, the season one, it, it feels a little bit like that. Or, like, Twin Peaks and True Detective-ish a yeah. little bit. We're getting a vibe. 
for I mean, both. I guess anything where it's like you start with a body and you work backwards right. to it. But it, it, the aesthetically, it felt a little like the True Detective thing. It did because with the flashes in between, like conversations. Yeah, and, stuff. and it's and also there's the older version of him with the like you know big crazy beard. And, yeah, yeah, and hair, and then there's the like the younger version. Call. It's yeah. like eighteen the back months and forth. ago. 16, yeah, sixteen he's been months broken ago. by it. The yeah. best one is there is one I think in episode one that says seventeen months ago. Yeah. Yes, I which know. is like it goes two years ago that it says seventeen months. So the ago. guy's like five months has passed. It's like you know, like they're forcing. Yeah. <laughs> um what what are some what are some highlights from this episode one, or what are storylines that we see get set up that we're super excited about? So still no Job. Job is still no, somewhere. The Job story is obviously great, uh, and him going to the guy who recruited him for the super secret military force, I thought was really cool. Like going into his compound, right? So, and you think like in uh, you think like in another TV show, that guy we're going to see him for four episodes as we deal with yeah. that. But no, immediately Angie, killed. <laughs> immediately killed the character that you assume is going to be the bad guy for the entire season. Well, and so why does he? kill him in a way because the guy just goes like come to get your revenge huh and it's all about the fact that he he knows he engineered job being grabbed like that's the whole thing because it's like him recruiting hood doesn't seem to be the worst thing that's happened to hood by a long shot no 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 (laughs) but am i forgetting something or missing something okay no i think we don't really know how Hood's time at whatever that agency was ended, which I feel like maybe yeah, the was like not... torture training. I guess that he went through. Uh, right, I, that... he experienced some of it. I guess. Right, like I think... and they do show that, like they break him, like Cool Hand Luke style. They're, yeah, like, in the him in, in a... the previous seasons. Yes, yeah. yeah, with the food and all that. Yeah, stuff. all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe that's why. <laughs> but right. I, I felt like when he was saying, come to get your revenge, that's what he was talking about. Like, you're getting revenge for the way I treated you. Yeah, but it seems like at the end of him being treated that way, it's like, I was testing you, and almost like this dude is like a father figure for him. You know what I mean? Like, And now you're ready to sort of join this super secret military force. And right. it's almost like that was like saved Hood in a way. Um, but, I mean, he's not Hood. But. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. We don't even know his name. Yeah, it's really hard to call, talk about him. Dave? You talking about Dave? <laughs> you find out Dave name McGill is like, is like the most standard... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, Dave. He speaks in a Kiwi accent. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. full reveal. <laughs> it's me, Dave. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I've been pretending to be the sheriff all this time. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, a, that's a really fun moment. Uh, just getting to see him and Carrie do some action together is always exciting. I like the tension um, of like Hood being back and somebody called him Sheriff Hood. Yeah, in and, front of Brock. And Brock Lotus has to be. Oh, like, that was the Nazi bunker. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Like, X. He's not, he's not the sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sheriff Hood. Ex-Nazi bunker, please. He's, that world is behind him. Right, except right. for the inner ar- inside of his bicep where he has Adolf Hitler's headshot, which is like an insane... That's like, I mean, swastikas are one thing, but to have like Adolf Hitler's face is just like, how do you work? How do you not have to have that removed to be a police officer? Right. The Nazi and his brother is a good story, and the guy who runs the Nazi camp, like a uh, group, is like a very 
interesting casting because he kind of is You're a about the guys in, in oh, oh the, not the sheriff but like his brother who actually is oh, in charge, calvin who like yeah calvin who does the like head and device thing yeah yeah um, who's who has like a shitty day job like <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like yeah. it's and you believe him in that office in that like fucking drone life with his yeah. boss being like i gotta get the numbers in. yeah is it the track but you also least? believe him like <laughs> being yeah. like yeah that ca- that character let's purify I, the land. That actor is great. And yeah, that, that's yeah, such he's a really fun, good. And you know that's building to something uh, crazy with their setting up between him and his brother Bunker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that cannot end well for anyone. <laughs> it's so weird. Like so, everyone could get to and kill everyone else at any time, and is willing to and somewhat motivated to, but they all antagonize each other. Well, when your brother, too. when your brother, not only leaves the Nazi white supremacist group but also is having sex with your wife whoa that's crazy (laughs) that can be very upsetting is that in the first episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm making sure we're not spoiling no, it. No, they show the wife, and then, then they flash, they in flash case you're her. wondering who she is. Yeah, because you're like, is this important? And then right. it's like, yes, it is important. And that's just for the audience. Like, no one's remembering that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that is, wait, is that the guy, the girl she he was fucking earlier? And then the uh, editor goes... Yes, it is the girl he was fucking Okay, around. cool, because I couldn't tell if he was fucking the other sheriff. I thought it was Cruz at first, looked, right? Yes, I couldn't tell if he was fucking Cruz, who looks like every other woman on the show. Like a tall, beautiful, like ethnically ambiguous brunette yes, that knows, yeah. well, that is somehow a total badass. Like, uh, By the way, that's another funny thing. I mean, I don't know if, because we went to the premiere, uh, John and Ben and I went to the premiere at UTA, so we saw all the cast members in real life. And what's so funny to me about seeing these people in real life is, yes, she looks like a tall, ethnically ambiguous brunette. She's about two feet tall. Like, yeah, yeah. All she's those like, people are tiny. In oh, real yeah. Life, yeah. You know? Uh, well, Sean and I are both, Clem- <laughs> Conroy and I are both 6'2", 6'4", yeah. <laughs> you know, high 200s. Yes. <laughs> we dwarf. I will six one. Uh, and Clements is six when he's tall. Rogers five uh, eleven, but carries himself well. You know, <laughs> we're all like, and we're, we're all tall st- and we're s- stacked heels. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. We we literally started this podcast off with like uh, us justifying our careers. Now halfway through, we're like, we're so, we have above average size. I'm, still thinking, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about like well above average size penises. <laughs> I will say this: this is what's crazy, and but I, like that girl. Uh, who plays Cruz on the show was a tiny, tiny human being, and she doesn't look like that. On right, the show. right. Um, well, also the guy who plays Matt Rouch, who plays Burton, is—I mean, he seems tiny on the show, but uh-huh. he is very small. Right. And then the craziest thing is uh, Gino, the guy who plays Chase. Yeah, the giant, on, the, <laughs> the giant freak? Native American. Me on and the Conroy show. are both like same size. He's like yeah. our size. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, this guy is a freak. He's we're a monster. He sat next to us at the premiere. We're like, well, he's just our size. And everyone's like, he's a psycho. He's a huge monster. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Him, huh? that's, yeah, exactly. That's what they film. It's like, that's why I can't play a fucking brother on a normal network. person. Yes, yeah. I can't be on a sitcom. Um, 
Yeah, I was also thinking, like, this is a good show to get killed on because everyone's remembering everything so often that you must keep getting paid. Yeah, you get, like, a little bit of... That's what I'm saying. Like, Rebecca, the actress who plays Rebecca, whose name escapes me at this moment. Lily Simmons. Lily Simmons, yeah. She's got to be making a few bucks, and she's barely had to do anything this season so far, right? It's all... That's another reason it's like True Detective because she was on the first season of True Detective. Oh, that's right, yeah. (laughs) She gives him permission... Right. For butt play. Sex into their, with her butt. <laughs> we're going to have Lily Simmons on here. We're going to feel so uncomfortable. That's a famous line from the show. She I gets know. a permission to have sex with her butt. She was more crude than I was about it. Fair enough. <laughs> she That's probably high up in her uh, prideful thing. She, she probably talks to her parents like, no, 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 you don't understand. True Detective is an HBO series. No, <laughs> no, mom, listen. They're going to show my excavated chest cavity. <laughs> Someone took my heart. Uh, I love that brief moment when they bring uh, when they bring Hood into the new uh, sheriff's office. And oh it's, yeah, and there's like little throwbacks to stuff that happened in previous seasons that have been like you know TV wiped away. Where it's like bulletproof glass, huh? That's important, you know. And it's yeah. like, right because because every once in a while you're completely ambushed. Because you never know when you're gonna get attacked <laughs> right? in the yeah. police station. And somebody's gonna yeah, and then it's Army like will blow up the police station. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you never know when a fucking twelve guys with a Assault rifles are going to show up, and then what's the uh, the guy who was a Native American cop last season? Uh, oh yeah, he went. He runs like, the Kanaho. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, over, he's over with the Kanaho people. It's like quickly explaining everyone's contract issues yeah. and stuff in like one scene. <laughs> Just didn't have anything for it. It was also a funny moment. Speaking of Cruz, when uh, what's his name? Brock says to Bunker, you know what? I, he's like. Oh, yeah. Like, they let those two guys go. Right. And Brock's like, oh, yeah, the DA's, you know, whatever. The DA's in the mayor's pocket. And then they both very significantly look at Cruz <laughs> yeah. and uh-huh. go, that's a conversation for another time. Because <laughs> the it's, the bars have ears. Like, it's like not the walls have ears. It's like some small variation yeah. on that, that is a line that sounds crazy. And she looks up, they look at and her, and then they close turn up back on her. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, well, all right, we get it. <laughs> we know yeah, who the rat is. I wonder is. if she's somehow in cahoots with Kai Proctor, who is the fucking mayor. Right, that's another thing that is revealed. Isn't the, like, uh, you know, the first or second episode, right, is like Hood shooting him at, like, the mayor's house. <laughs> right. Like, right. And now, and now dudes I, become the mayor. And I love the just they do justify in a very fun way on the show these insane you how the hell did you become mayor? I ran uncontested. Yeah. It's like of all of course you Yeah, did who would oppose him? <laughs> right. Um uh Hood and Proctor at the crime scene where Brock walks up and like just rips so oh that was a genuine laugh for me I, I, I really laughed I got a couple loud. of really funny lines yeah in this he episode. had some really funny shit but that was a great delivery on that like you guys saw the yellow tape here. I, that, it's okay I'm done here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he just cuts the tape and props it up But it is funny that the mayor and a former hermit are standing on an active crime scene. First of all, the mayor is alone, uh, allowed to be alone at any given point is crazy. And then they're just both standing there. And the cops are following Hood because he's up to, they know he's uh, out and about. He's a person of interest. Also, there's just... They both are. Brock, yeah, they both are. Brock Lotus is killing it this episode with... 
Uh, someone, maybe it was Rogers, pointed out that, or, or maybe he will point out in future episodes. We're recording these out of order. Um, he might point out in future episodes that Brock is like the voice of the audience. It feels like sometimes yeah. where he's like, "Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's pretty crazy how this is happening." Or like, <laughs> "Yeah," he's like, "Hood, what the fuck?" You, he's like, "You think I'm a serial killer?" And he's like. Look at yourself, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of always been the only normal person. They also do that twice in that episode. Uh, they two times they go, "Look at yourself." Like, not crazy to suspect you. Have you seen you? <laughs> yeah. Um, but they. This is the only place uh, Banshee judges only Hood by his looks, not the guy covered in swastika tattoos. He's making a change. <laughs> it's like you have a beard. You might be a killer in an Amish town. <laughs> Growing your hair out a little bit, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself a high and tight. <laughs> Someone on Twitter who watched the first episode and is now uh, uh, listening to our podcast goes, I feel like uh, Hood's long hair and beard is a shout out to John Campers from the Banshee Creators. I'm like, if you understood the timeline of television, you fucking idiot, it would never be that. <laughs> they filmed that, they filmed that a year ago. I know. <laughs> And that's what. <laughs> oh God, the timeline stuff is so thrilling. I feel like the it's whole show go is kind of a time. shout out to you. No, I, I honestly, I, I, I know when you know people are like, the TV is talking to me. My dog told me to kill my neighbor, or whatever. <laughs> I watch Banshee, and I'm like, sometimes I feel like this show is in, like I'm accidentally making Most it happen. Most statues like, of Jesus are a shout out to you, right? <laughs> For me, I'm just like Banshee's one of those shows where as you watch it, you're like I feel like they're in my mind going, Oh, you like giant Native American dude? Like, what about a chick with a fucking tomahawk? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what uh what uh what things are we looking forward to for this uh the rest of this season too? What stuff is like set up in in one that we think is like we maybe we can guess how it will be paid off? Uh, well, the thing that I can't guess is who the f- because the serial killer has to be somebody that we've already seen. Right. They can't yeah. introduce another character, right? And they could. They could. They, they absolutely they could. They introduce yeah. them all the time. Right. But in the fourth season, it would be weird if like the killer was someone who is completely out Like of. if in episode, episode well, there, there isn't a ninth episode. What if it's Job? <laughs> fucking awesome. We can't find him. He's a fucking serial killer. <laughs> he had himself kidnapped at the end of the last season. Yeah, he's Tyler Durdening. He's not kidding. Yeah, that he kidnapped. He injected himself in the neck. Right. <laughs> well, who have we forgotten about? Yeah, I think that's the answer. I'm like, I wonder who we haven't seen in a while. We know that Eliza Dushku. Killed. We yeah. know due to the trades that Eliza Dushku is joining the show. Oh yeah, and I feel like there's a pretty solid setup that they're like the FBI has been contacted. They will be sending an FBI agent. Like it's the yeah. only only way to justify. I, I mean, you could see that Dushku coming in as like a profile. She'll be or there as a serial killer tracker. Yeah, exactly. Which but what's weird me. about that also though is that Hood is already on the FBI's radar. Right. <laughs> so are they going to – I mean, we all know how much the government doesn't talk to itself, which is why we're all susceptible to terrorist attacks at any time. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's why Hood fell through the cracks because there's like 12 different organizations. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. are, is she going to know that Hood is on the radar when she shows up? Or is it going to be one of those things where late in the season she's like, oh, you're that guy. Yeah, you you think if you're an FBI agent, it's like, look, you're going to Banshee to, Just so you to know, track this, a serial killer. Banshee's been under investigation for three seasons now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, Wait, Banshee, why does that sound familiar? Right. It was in a briefing packet. It's where the Every Amish F- mafia, the white supremacy is, the Native American mafia. No. Every FBI no, agent who's been it. sent there has been murdered. Like, <laughs> we've seen like four FBI agents go to investigate something in Banshee and get executed. And, and the FBI still is sort of like, well, let's send somebody down right, to check what? out. It seems like something funky's happening again this year. They send her off. They just send her off to Banshee, and then they one guy turns to the other guy and they go. I guess we won't see her again. If you had a small town, not a major city, but a small town in Pennsylvania that had generated four FBI investigations in three years you gotta and open all a field the agents office, got then. killed, yeah, that would be you know, you got to open a, a field deal. office. <laughs> you feel like the briefing is like, I'm heading to Banshee, anything I should know? And everyone says something different at the same time. Yeah, white supremacy group, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then one person's like, oh, that's where the army base is, where all those uh, special forces guys That's are. where the Native American guy attacked the convoy of... <laughs> Special forces with a bow and arrow. <laughs> I fucking love. Wait, but isn't that also where uh, are, are the who, what's the actor's name who who's the guy from True Blood who we love? Oh, I forget his name. But yeah. he died. Uh, he's in the fat uh, the fat guy in the truck episode. Yeah, yeah. But right. like he's an FBI agent, right? Or high ranking something. Like so many FBI agents and people have. Oh, they have great cheese curds there. Like one of them. <laughs> well, the like smoking guy was the coolest. Right. 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 Uh, what that's that he, guy's name is he's in everything he's he like, got killed in yeah. the house yeah he got shot by the sniper that mm-hmm. was like crawling through the fucking wheat or whatever <laughs> awesome scene awesome yeah scene. when they film it from above and you see the like maze trails of yeah the yeah so good. Uh, tropper mentions that that's uh inspired Based by on th- jurassic, jurassic park, park. too the raptors walking through the jungle oh. and they leave like there's one overhead shot that shows where our protagonist is and where the rafters have been. And he's like, it hit him and they just... Because I brought up that exact shot and he was like, oh yeah, we we were talking about Jurassic Park too when we <laughs> did that. I never was a really saw cool- it. Uh, yeah, me neither. I don't th- I, if I did, I can't remember which one it's is the which. the Lost World, right? Oh, yeah. Was it worth seeing, Conroy? Yeah, it was fun. I, I, mean, I, I feel it. like all those movies are fun. Yeah. You know? just... Is that the one with Vince Vaughn, right? Yeah. Lost World is yeah. Vince Vaughn, yeah. Interesting. Big payday for old VV there. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Yes. Bef- uh, that was before he did, uh, oh, fuck, I wish I could think of the name of it. Couples, <laughs> what was the, oh, Couples, couples Therapy. Retreat. Couples, couples retreat. retreat. Yeah. yeah. That had to have been the best movie to film. This, this was pre-dilemma, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one where he had broken up with Jennifer Aniston? The breakup. The breakup. That one's actually not bad. That's. I thought it was horrible good. and upsetting. Oh, I, I haven't the movie, seen it, but I, I like that movie. I, I think it's pretty but funny. It's, it's generally listed as like an underrated movie, like well, something that got just goes over. to show I don't have the common taste. <laughs> well, exactly. But maybe None that's of us what do. makes you such a valuable. <laughs> <laughs> voice valuable the creative something. community <laughs> that's what makes you so no 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 good. listen no listen Sean mom are you there hello <laughs> makes you a perfect guest on a banshee podcast <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god <clears throat> what a piece of shit I am 
You are? <laughs> are we just uh, all... We're all just talking about our families and like, <laughs> you know, our, you know, <laughs> relatives doing well. And I'm bringing up my sister, like having these kids, like she has a normal life and really made it. <laughs> then I just have to be like, but I was over there and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, you have five cats. <laughs> like, here. Oh, I'm a fucking freak show. <laughs> That's the other thing too. It's like my life is a nightmare for most. My people. brother's having a kid and just bought a house, and I'm like, I'm so jealous. But at the same time, I'm doing great. I wear shorts every day. <laughs> like, like the shit, I the the uh, fucking things I say to myself that like, yeah, the justifications for my career. I'm like, that's ah, fucking great. I don't even get drug tested. <laughs> like, <that's> a- <laughs> I'm 34 years old, Thank and I goodness. talk about I talk about my career like I'm 25. It's like, dude, I can sleep in as late as I want. That just means I'm unemployed. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing great. Yeah, exactly. Because if you are At working full time, you, you can't smoke weed all day. In. You can't sleep in. You can't. That's making me think that maybe I have not achieved a real level of success yet. <laughs> like up until now, I was like, I'm doing really well. And, and yeah. now you said that, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I, oh, I don't have to wake up in any. I don't have to be presentable ever. I had to wake up today to get to this podcast, <laughs> which we, by the way, we're recording at eleven. <laughs> After Sean had a doctor's appointment, I barely made it here, <laughs> and it was an, it was an effort for me to get her. Oh, dude, I feel like human garbage right now. And all it was I just do. a physical. Nobody be scared at, at home. I gave her mention my doctor's appointment. Just getting a physical. I get one every couple of years. I get one every. Six I'm years. apparently like, not old enough to get the finger in the but yet i uh, was mentally not, braced for it oh yeah you have to be 35 right i think yeah no, and i'm no, i'm 34 <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah. no 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 <laughs> i still have not gotten the finger in the butt thing so. oh yeah i, I, I thought it was a, coming for me this time i haven't from a doctor <laughs> no, that's, what I I, that's what i meant <laughs> yeah i've had recreational a finger every once in a while but uh not in a long time <laughs> <laughs> well let's get into that um, so if hopefully my Banshee. Mom... <laughs> Banshee Banshee is a show where someone would get uh, like anal totally. stimulation, yeah, yeah, like yeah. where Hood would no, be fucking like a girl. Story the they haven't showed that. They haven't heard Shaban like reach around right, the right. back of Hood and tap his <clears> fucking <throat> G spot. <laughs> I'm surprised they have not shown that. <laughs> I'm let down that they had Tropper. Fuck's sake, Tropper. They, cut to, they would cut to Hood's face and he would just go, ooh. <laughs> You know, it's funny when I when I describe the show to people. A lot of times, I'll be like, you know, and in the first season, it's like very much got all the like Skinamax stuff where everybody's fucking all the time, and like, and and you know, if that's not your thing, know that it becomes more of a like a story. Like, I think they had to do that. But then I was watching the premiere with my wife, and they show the uh, skinhead uh, fucking his brother's wife. <laughs> And, and it's like and Grace goes, well, somebody's getting some. <laughs> like she was like, I think going like, this isn't the banshee I know. No right, one's right. fucking yet. Like Hood is, you know, he rode all the way back from the station with that uh, with Cruz, and, yeah. and, and they didn't yeah. even start to have sex. That's the and first... get interrupted by a gunman. Yeah. Generally, if <laughs> Hood meets an attractive woman, yeah. fifteen seconds later, he's having. That's sex what I'm saying. With this her. is the first female character that Hood meets that that we have not that the that the no one knows yet that hasn't fucked Hood yet. Right. Yeah. It's crazy that it's she has Yeah. 
It, uh, let's now he cut his hair. Maybe next time. I believe it's called Chekhov's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you see the pussy in the first in act, act one, by the third yeah, act, it yeah. must be fucked. This is brutal. Although we're talking about cast with... members that could potentially be on the show down the line, we're friends with Tropper now. Well, <laughs> Tropper's know... my best friend. He's not. <laughs> he's already. They know what the show is. I mean, when I met Anthony Starr, he said I jerk off to my own show. He's like I jerk off to myself. Something Sean and I learned in minutes of talking to some of the cast members is that just because you play a serious Amish mobster on the show does not mean you would at all be like that in real life. Ulrich, the guy who plays Proctor, is... Within 30 seconds of us starting to talk to him, he was telling us about cock rings and... (laughs) Just making jokes. Like, the dude was just, like, so European in his sense of humor. Just, like, it was all frank sexual comedies. Like, when it is cold, your balls shrink. You know, we're talking about, like, how small your dick can get in the cold and stuff. He had. He, we were he introduced wearing, like these are the wearing, podcast guys, and then he just started. He was wearing a shark's tooth and a ring around his neck, Whoa. and he was like, "This is my cock ring." No, it's too small. No, it's too big. No, like, oh. <laughs> what a cool dude! And he goes, "Someone goes, where'd you get that shark tooth?" He goes, "Italy." Yeah, that's right. He's like, "Me and my son got them in Italy." Classic Italian sharks. Yeah. Wow, it makes no sense. But I'd he, love to meet that guy. I wonder why I don't see him in more stuff. He's so good. He is. Is really awesome. good. He is like he's. That's the other thing about this show too. Is this is the kind of show? I mean, The Wire is like was like pinnacle high, like highbrow, just like holy shit. But every time you see one of those Wire actors in something else, you get really excited. I feel like The Shield is a little closer to Banshee in tone, and when you, but The Shield has that great ensemble where you see any of those actors when they would pop up in Sons of Anarchy or something else, you'd be so excited. Banshee has got that for me too, where I'm like dying to see Hoonley and well, like we said, we were talking, we're yeah. all Bosch heads over here. We're all part of the Bosch pit. Bosch boys for life, man. <laughs> the Bosch pit. Get in the Bosch pit. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next show. After we do the fan men talking fancy, we're gonna do the, the Bosch, Bosch pit. pit. <laughs> Picked up Love for season it. three, man. I can't wait, Hop dude. In the Bosch I just finished season one. I'm going to go home today and f- cash season two. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I liked season two even better. Oh, I can't wait. That's what Ben uh, Rogers was saying, too. I'm yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What, uh, so what else, what else are we excited about? Who do we want to see Hood fight this season, or who do we want to well, see Well, what I'm fight? excited about is, first of all, Carrie... Or Anna, or whatever her fucking name is, yeah. is basically turning into a superhero at this. Yeah, point. she's Batman now. Like yeah. she just waits she's in Daredevil. Yeah. yeah, she's just yeah. That's it. Um, that's really cool. And and, and you know building that... her house. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's like building her house from scratch and like, like doing a bunch of renovations, but right. doing one thing per room each time they cut to her. Right, yes. like she's like sawing something, painting something. Like she's jumping around. She's mm-hmm. a it's little a nice bit of fr- business. There is a great moment when she says, I, "I enjoy the working with my hands has helped me a lot." And then it cuts to her crying, <laughs> like she's just weeping in the house. It's like, oh, there's another uh, her therapist. 
That's the dude from Dexter. That's the Dexter who uh, the the lieutenant the who guy hated gets killed at the end of the first season of Dexter. Oh, yeah. You freak! Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> he was so good on. De- I'm sorry, I feel bad that I don't know his name, but he was so good on Dexter that he's one of those guys where you're like, oh, that's so fun that he's in this. Yeah. And you know, just because it's Banshee, even though he's her therapist, that it's going to be like we're going to see him at Some one point. Shit is going to no go therapist down. is just a therapist. Yeah. We know that from Banshee. Right. Well, they also, also have something. Chopper has said this. Nobody in Banshee is just what they are they all were something else before everyone so he'll turn out to be like he used to be a higher uh, uh, you know a contract killer or something right like yeah that. we're gonna see him one point can't like, wait the way it's gonna be revealed is the end of like episode six uh carrie's gonna leave and he's gonna take off his suit jacket go to hang it in his closet and his closet is like 12 like leather or like <laughs> you know like ninja outfits or something you know something crazy a bunch of machine guns and you're like oh okay right, yes right. yeah you, and you don't and like that's such a that's what I like about Banshee is like what is this guy's right. deal? What is this dude's deal? Or uh, like any character that comes up, any new character that's introduced, you're like, can't wait to see Cruz. You know, Cruz is going to fight Carrie at some point. You don't even see her. Oh, God. You don't even see. You just tease that she works for Proctor and she's a beautiful woman. It's like you know. Well, that's the other thing about Banshee too. They don't even just make sure it's woman on woman fighting. It's no. Like, yeah. Any no. other show would be like the girls got to fight. Like. I picture Hood and Cruz fighting like a brutal fight at some point. Because yeah, it's like uh, Burton fought the no um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then Carrie killed like yeah. Oleg or whatever the dude like. Oh, uh, Carrie! Yeah, the, yeah, when they the, fought in yeah. the, uh, the endless <laughs> yeah, fight in Hood's like, apartment. It's, all, it's a lot of like. It's very equal opportunity. Everyone. Well, even in this episode, I mean, it wasn't really much of a fight, but Carrie just beats the crap out of those two guys. Oh yeah, those two thugs. Yeah, and then and and then Cruz shows up to like get the scoop. Right. Like, who was it that beat you up? And I guess they're just embarrassed. They don't want to say. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like. I got my ass kicked by a girl. It's interesting in Banshee because it's like, are you supposed to want Hood and Carrie to be together? Obviously, it was this great love story that was set up for so long but she has a new identity she has a husband all this stuff and now like that's gone like her husband's dead but it's kind of his fault and right so it's a weird but also situation. they were they were done by that time anyway i feel like right like he had moved on and was with yeah Siobhan no he was with and... Siobhan, but siobhan's dead too i right. mean every, you know uh i i wonder if it's gonna try to go towards that where they do have a, a thing where they get reunited uh-huh. I feel like I remember Tropper saying something that... Well, his thing was that Hood is just not supposed to ever be happy. Like, he's never going to have contentment. Right, because yeah. something, something that Tropper pointed out that, like, you forget is that... Hood and Carrie are villain. Like they're they're criminals. They've they're killed. bad people. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you totally forget that because that's what the, the show does well is the antihero thing. But you forget that Hood has killed people, has been stealing. Like even just like his his like love his like thing that is the background to the background to the background of his character is that he's a thief and like steals from. Yeah, people. Brock is maybe the only good guy. He's the the only normal person in Banshee. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> And we, because that's only because for we haven't heard much of his backstory other than like he's divorced and likes the strip club. But I feel like if Brock, 
if revealed Brock was in Afghanistan and like torched a village or, you know, like mm-hmm. there's something, there's going to be a sequence like it, it, there might not be, but there could be a sequence where Banshee, like there's, it's, a, it's Brock in like, he does feel like the conscience a little bit. Though, right. Right. Of the, that's of the yeah. whole show, you know, who's like, <laughs> the fuck is going on? Well, even he has to get his hands dirty every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, what yeah like. I mean, he did. He did help kill that guy. The yeah. guy who killed Emmett. Remember they executed that guy? Yes, oh, that's right. Right, right, yeah. right. Fucking forget it. But he but he but he also <laughs> felt bad about that afterwards. Like yeah. he had a tremendous guilt. He about was like, that. What the fuck have I become? Yeah. Like I've just been around in hood too long. Right. Yeah. Like I, that the old Brock has a great the, you you brought it up previously, uh that great line when they go to New Orleans or whatever yes. and they're like on the fan boat, Brock's like, Hood, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> like, like such a great straight man line like, wait a minute. They're like riding a fan boat through the swamp and you're like, Wait, why are they there? They were like pursuing Chayton. Chayton, they were looking for Chayton. Who was fighting in Do you remember they went to that place in the middle of the bayou where the guy was like, Oh, what are you doing? Like the guy. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they give a lot what, of what like, can i do for you <laughs> yeah they give their criminals like interesting disabilities like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but also it was like there were 20 dudes who just lived in the bayou and were criminals <laughs> like mm-hmm. lived together in the bayou you this know? this banshee presupposes is that any ethnic group has a, just in the way that Bloodsport those movies describe that like every country and every ethnic group has their own martial arts. This movie, this show presupposes that every ethnic group has a criminal element. That like there are a group of Native American criminals that hang out. Like and name any ethnicity or like subculture, and it's like, oh yeah, these are the hippie mafia. You know, like they live That's on a gotta cop. be right though, right? Right. I, it, it, there is at least a bad guy in every uh, a bad person in every. Well, there's company. some. There must be some kind of crime organization. You know what I mean? Like yes, yeah. For like, basically everybody. Right, because you like you learn about the like you eventually learn about the other mafias through. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. There's. Yeah. These are the evil like, fish fans. <laughs> <laughs> the string cheese incident. Well, apologist. no. There's. Yeah. I mean. Real scumbags trolling around fish concerts and hippie, <laughs> like for real, like that's like some true, right, truly like, fucked up people because it's like it's a great pool of victims. Everyone's on drugs and involved in like kinds of illegal trade uh-huh. anyway, yeah. and so yeah, if you're just a true like to the bone scumbag, like you can go there and just really get some work, do done. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, these are people like. Open. They're very trusting. <laughs> they want to do drugs. Yeah, like it's, it, they're kind of out of their head. Like, yeah. It's, I feel like uh, hippies get taken advantage of way too much. Oh yeah, and then yeah, there's like a bunch of like freedom there, but there's also I think some like hippies have a mean streak in them that you don't expect where like you steal a drum from their drum circle and you might find out that you're like getting beat up by a pile of hippies yeah like, you get like a skateboard to the head yeah as you're walking yeah you're fucking car up. yeah you fucking drum thief that's the only part, that's the, that's an archetype not represented yet on uh banshee is a hippie that ends up having like a fucking dark streak in them yeah i mean i guess the kids who lived in that pool that empty pool oh right yeah that fight with cow prods <laughs> we're kind of like the modern day yeah uh, they were like, like hipsters m- like yeah. dirty hippies yeah, yeah. like mean it hippies. was my parents house and they died so yeah. now it's mine yeah they were yeah. it was sort of like the modern free love like yeah. underbelly right right like, yeah let's go fight sh- with cattle prods man because like whatever shoplift a video game <laughs> right. 
<laughs> that's the other thing. Like Hood's daughter. Like that's a character. Like she's the Good serial riddance. killer. No. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Yeah, she might be. Who was also at the premiere, and she looked like I could pick her up and put her in my pocket. That's yeah. how tiny she was. Everybody's you so know. small, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's just a blanket TV statement, too, I guess. especially. Yeah. Yeah. But or Carrie movies. can't be small. She was not there, but I no. think she's she, legit tall. Because she's, she's taller than Hood. She's like a model, yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's, she's got to be, yeah. She's awesome on the show. I love oh God. What a fucking great character! I yeah. love this character of just like she's and she's broken. Just only gets it out through violence. I like know. that's the only thing that that's her thing. Her that's why she's turning violence. into a superhero. Is that she's more just so like, than I like. gotta fucking put this out there somehow. Yeah. I love. I love the cabinet. That do we see her cabinet in this first episode? No, no, no right, don't tell anybody alert. about yeah. that. Spoiler alert: Get ready for a great cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> But when she's fucking smashing that dude's hands, I mean that that's another great banshee thing that you know we get it. Like she broke his hand. <laughs> then on banshee, she just keeps hammering his hand. She's just ten percent longer fights, ten percent longer pumps. Yeah, you know, yeah. like everything. The sex, the fighting is all just just what you want it to be. It's ramped up. It's like all that yeah. shit. Yeah, like this is the part of the show you like, right? Why don't we give you a little bit more of it than yeah. anyone else? What if what if she hammers his hands seven more times? <laughs> and the sound of just like that metal hitting the concrete is like tink, 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 and you're like, Fuck. were you getting scared during the head and the vice moment? Oh yeah, that like they were gonna really gruesomely. I didn't. Show yeah, it, like, I didn't explode. know how that was gonna. I was end. like, yeah. I don't think I want to watch right. them. Like right. Pumpkin explode this dude's correct. Yeah, yeah, like that's exactly the feeling. I was I had. like, yeah, I was looking great, just making one of these faces, just like, uh. But I guess ultimately he was supposed to be still alive to a point, right? Like, right. He was alive when the guy said Proctor's name, and that's uh-huh. why. Burton, uh, Burton takes the hammer, him with takes the, the bat the to the baseball fucking, bat. That's yeah. a great, and then he throws it to Calvin and walks out, and yeah. then Calvin turns and like to reestablish dominance, throws, throws it, it to, to an underling. Else. Like, yeah. hey, you take the bat. I don't know, I'm just taking it from that guy. So he's Calvin. So then, so I can stop calling him the Nazi cop. What is the name of the Kurt. Nazi cop? Kurt that's, Bunker. Yeah, that's Kurt the Bunker. Brothers. Bunker. That's right, Bunker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Because I have been calling him Nazi cop, which sounds like an '80s like B movie. <laughs> just yeah. like it's Nazi cop. <laughs> Surf Nazis must Furman. <laughs> or it might be a little too topical. <laughs> All the Furman stuff going on right now. Um, I meant a little past to more to racist police in general, but yeah, yeah Furman well, is the pinnacle. <laughs> Furman stuff happening. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, I love I that moment. Nazi cop anymore. <laughs> I love that moment of the vice. What a casual. Just drain of life you see from that dude's head. Yeah, that was good. I because I didn't want to watch his head explode, but I didn't mind watching him just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just turn off. Right. It was, it was. I think it was more. I would. I think if it popped, it would have been less stressful to watch. The slow, just like whoa. Oh. Yeah, but it just would have been gore for gore's sake right. or something. But that's another like thing. Watching they... someone just like power down like yeah. their life cycle. <laughs> and then just... hearing the noise of the <laughs> when they fucking when he hits the bat against the vice. That's such a funny thing that only Burton would have previously thought of. Like, oh, if you smash it, it's going to spin fast and not slowly crush the head. <laughs> oh, he's so cool when he walks up to when Burton walks up to the gang. Oh, yeah. And they're, when they're selling like, drugs. Hey, I just want to... just yeah. immediately breaks, like, fights everyone. Uh, 
Yeah, that yeah he flips the guy, and then he has the knife to the other guy's throat. Who's going to be his big square off? Who's he going to go up against? That's a good question. Kai? Him versus Proctor? No, I, don't I mean, there's no reason happen. that would ever happen. Yeah. He's incredibly loyal to him. Yeah, but I, I, just in terms of like, he's literally like what's Kai's my fantasy. Pet. Like he's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think Carrie fights Burton? <laughs> that would be amazing. I think right because you got to wow. assume Hood, <clears throat> Hood versus Proctor at some point. Wow, because Carrie's the only other one that's demonstrated enough. Uh, like hand-to-hand Skill. prowess. Yeah. yeah, it's either got to be Hood or her. And Hood doesn't even really know martial arts, right? Like, we've never really... Like, he knows so, he knows some stuff, but, like, yes, Carrie's, the one, Carrie's the one who's doing <laughs> more, like, things that demonstrate even more, like, uh, fighting techniques, at least. Mm-hmm. Hood right. is more, like, going to take three punches, give you, and give you a good one back. Yeah. Hood's I just mean, indestructible. Him. Hood, Hood has a... He is indestructible. That's his main power, but he definitely has, he definitely has like, some sort of, like, well, he, Yeah, he was in... Uh, but his fighting training him, for himself is mostly from punching a wall for 15 years. Yeah. That's, that was just to get his hands strong. <laughs> and that was only for four months when he was in solitary. Right, right, right. And once you beat the al- once you kill the albino, everyone's kind of like you don't have to fight that much more right, in jail. Right. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let that guy go. <laughs> we watched the guy, him kill this the, is guy. the guy who killed the albino. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, I'm gonna leave him alone. <laughs> oh, great, oh, good on you. <laughs> yeah, that, that that gets you an extra serving of fucking mashed potatoes right. in the mess hall. <laughs> Did you guys see the raid too? Yes. Yeah, I loved that. Did not. But it, it's a, it's the other thing I think about like this where they really you know there's just like. Seven people in the world who are superheroes. Like, they're just better fighters than everyone else. Yeah. And you're just sort of waiting for each one to encounter each other. Right. You that's know, what, like... That's, like, what video like, games, old martial arts movies used yeah. to be. Like, all those, like, Shaw Brothers Kung Fu were like, yeah. our greatest champion is here, Sean Conroy, <laughs> and their greatest champion is Sean Clements. They must fight through all the underlings each before they can square off at one another to establish how good they are. And that's what, like, Banshee's just doing that. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I... I, I I'm worried that they're not going to be as monster of the week for these for this season, which is something I really enjoyed about the show. But I think no. it's going to be turning a little inward because it's eight episodes, and I've seen the first three. Yeah, Brock, Brock <laughs> warned me that it was like a little bit talkier, that there was a little bit more of like a story going yeah, yeah. through. And uh, I care about these characters enough to watch that. Yeah, and I'm totally cool with they, that. If they had done it in season two, I would have been like, I don't know, this show lost its touch. Right. But now I'm like invested in everybody. Yeah. As long as it doesn't turn into like Downton Abbey, you know? <laughs> Do you think it might? <laughs> Is that a You never know. <laughs> I, I, Mr. Brock. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I I really just enjoyed that like influx of like a one-off type character that was like fully like some sort of so action crazy. movie trope. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, how does this person find Banshee? Um, like <laughs> everyone just drives to Banshee, Pennsylvania at some point mm-hmm. and is like, "Oh, I'll swing by this bar and get a drink." <laughs> it looks disgusting and closed. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, we it's apparently not the near forge. any street. <laughs> right. Like yeah. the bar, like the, the exterior of the bar, like you can't really see a parking lot or how you drive up to it <laughs> yeah, or anything. Yeah. It's just a, in the middle of a fucking field. Yeah. Like, you know, there's like a barn near it that yeah. you can go into and a garage near it that has a car in it. <laughs> I always heard bar next to a barn is. Uh... <laughs> What's also funny about that is that 
what, there are times when that bar is just packed with people. Yeah, it can be hopping and it can be totally deserted and there's no real rhyme or reason. Because that's where, that's where Hood picked up uh, Lily, Lily. Lily. Uh, yeah, and when she was Nora when she was there. Who's oh, Nora? Yeah. The Indian. Oh, Nola, yeah. yeah. Nola, sorry. And Nola. also where he picked up the white trash brothers. White. Dead wife or the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. widower and he fucked the widow. Right. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's it's the Sugars is the it's only bar. bar. Do we know the, the name of, of that bar? It, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the sign says like Grain Factory on it or something Doesn't like it that. Say Forge. Forge, yes, yeah. Forge, yes. <laughs> but we call it Sugars. Is that what we've been calling? I have it? not called it anything. Have they referred to it? I don't as anything? think so. That's really funny. That Sugar's the bar place, has maybe. to have a name. Right? We're so far in. <laughs> the bar is like hood. We don't know what it's saying. Oh is. yeah, the the bar used to be something else, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, that was what Tropper said too. Everything used to be something else. The 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 police station used to be a car dealership. This used to be this. This used to oh, be that. That's cool. Yeah, and it's all everything is mm-hmm. changed. But now the police station is like a fucking a art real deco. Station, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love that now there's more cops than ever. And she still you don't know any of their names. What it Tropper called them the red shirts. There's like all yeah. those people who are just like in the office, like working and shit like that. And you're like, oh, right. Where are all these guys all the time? How come they're not reporting? How come it's only the three main cops who get called to end? Right. Well, he was scene? saying that that was a difficulty in the first few seasons where like how many cops can be out on a call at one time if there's only four cops (laughs) there has to be somebody at the police station right they're like call for backup and they're like we genuinely don't know who we could send to the scene as writers like they gotta be doing other shit at this point because banshee is also the most crime ridden town yeah you'd think they'd want another cop So now they have like 15 all of a sudden. Right, right. But some of them got ears for Proctor. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see what happens. Like Proctor as the mayor. Mayors famously die in Banshee very easily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wonder what. Yeah. Does Proctor make it through the season? I can't imagine that many characters are going to make it through the season to be 100% honest with you. You think they're just going to torch everybody? I think people are going to fucking die. I think serial killer is a great element to bring in just like surprise deaths of main characters and shit. Like, oh no, now he's killing men. Great way to just have any male character die. Or, you know, like a serial killer is just on the loose. Everyone's blaming everybody. And I mean, main characters are going killer? to die. Yeah, who it Like... Man, I'm is someone think setting on that. Is it someone setting up Proctor? Is it someone setting up? You Hood? know who it is? It's Deva. Deva? You it's think it's a, the daughter? Hood's daughter. daughter. <laughs> you think it's Hood's daughter? I think it could be. She's That's totally possible. People. Let's pitch this theory out. Let's let's see if we can if we can sell the theory. Like, let's investigate. Let's investigate the daughter doing it. Where, <laughs> like, where is she? she's been taken away? Uh, she's right. living with her Carrie grandparents. She's living with Gordon's parents. Right. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Um, so that is arguably nearby because Gordon was a Banshee resident slash district attorney slash mayor <laughs> slash former Vietnam sniper. <laughs> Not Viet. He can't be Vietnam. He'd be like sixty five years <laughs> right, old. It would be like Afghanistan. Yeah. But, but he's Iraq. not. Iraq. But he's not. Th- Iraq he's like a Desert Storm. Yeah, he's yeah. Desert Storm. Yeah. Rather, yeah, he's not thirty either. That guy. <laughs> a former World War Two sniper. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy at the gates. Um, Present day World War Two sniper. <laughs> He's a Civil War reenactor sniper. <laughs> so he uses a musket. So uh, Deva has been 
her life has been affected the most, arguably. All right, so this is just for the sake of this pitch. Sure. Her life has been affected a lot by everything that's happened in Banshee. It killed her new stepdad, introduced her uh, birth dad, distance between her and her mother. She's the birth child of two of the most violent people in the history of the world. Correct. Right. Genet- the genetics are stacked against yeah. her for, like, being... <laughs> and she's been dabbling with criminal stuff where she broke and in Hood, with yeah, stealing Hood was stuff helping the her out in yeah. how to do that. Yes. Hood was showing her, like, how to stop stealing. Then she was fell in with that group of like uh the cattle yeah, prod yeah prod cattle prod case. people um <laughs> oh right because she picked that guy's pocket that's how she got into like drugs place. yeah yeah she was doing drugs for a little bit so she's setting been up gone the- and she's been killing like we it, the thing is lily's the only person we know who it was right like yeah we don't know who the other because two were. the other two weren't like if we knew that they were connected somehow right, to right. but also the rest of this story then i'd make sense also her thing is like she has this contentious relationship with hood former sheriff so how do you get the attention of someone who is the sheriff and yeah. especially if you if deva is at all informed that lily and hood a slept together mm-hmm. way back in the day but b she got him this new place in the cabin and stuff right. like that is some serious weird banshee creepy jealousy of like uh, Hood is more of a father, despite also having sex with Be- Rebecca. Hood is more of a father to Rebecca than he is to yeah. Deva. There's some jealousy there. So I was mm-hmm. kidding when I said Deva, but now I'm convinced that it's actually <laughs> Now I true. know it is. Uh, you <laughs> just, what's nice about Banshee is you can make sense of just about anything. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is justified. Like Sugar, I don't think they're all the serial connected killer, but cool Sugar way. could easily kill somebody this season, and he's like the nicest... Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. If it was, if Sugar was the serial killer, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, I don't think they could do that to Sugar. Yeah, <laughs> not my Sugar. <laughs> not my Sugar. No. All right. So our our big guess is Deva is the serial killer. We'll see what happens. And but there is that moment in this first episode when Proctor is speaking that there's a weird look from Burton to Proctor when they talk about. Rebecca. When they talk about Rebecca, right? Now, it's either, it could possibly be Burton being sympathetic to the situation, but it looks something to like they know a step more than they're talking. Yeah. Right. Like, well, and also when they, when Hood and Proctor are at the crime scene, Hood basically says, Wait, I'm. You might not have killed her yourself, but you sure as shit got her killed. I'm remembering something now when the, um, like, Native American boy was friends with the Amish girl or whatever that started the whole feud, and she got murdered, and they like blamed him. Did no, we ever find Amish out who boy did that? Native American right. girl. Okay. Yeah, and it was, he it got... was the guy who. It was that guy. He was actually in. Yeah, I'm just trying True to remember Detective who did as it. well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was an, an Amish guy who lived by himself. That's right. And, yeah. and Hood went to his yes, yeah. and he was that and he had fucking him, big, he had him huge this, teacher guy. And he had yeah. him in a silo next door to his house. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now I remember. Now yeah. I remember. Okay. Oh, and trying he's to the think make like, the flowers guy, right? From True Detective, or am I? He's the yeah. Why don't you make flowers on me yes. no more? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. What a creep! What a creep! I okay. forgot about that. All right. <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know. So it's not that guy. No, I know. I just was trying to think of like because they. It's sort of weird for this show, right? To be like, and there's been two other murders, right? That's what and I was not just... to like say who it was. Like, does right. it seem like that's important, right? There's only 15 people in the town. <laughs> uh, 
if those two women were Amish, like the, all that shit changes everything. Yeah. If they were like prostitutes or if they were, because she's, uh, Rebecca is If they were people who left criminal. the Amish community. Right, exactly. And yeah. Just like she did. And, and that's what you find out like is a, they all have that same past. So it's somebody from the Amish group. The Rum Springer killer or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Fucking Davis out Kai's, there, man. It's Kai's dad. <laughs> uh, I can't, uh, I'm, there's so much shit I'm excited for. We talked a lot about episode one. People... Every Monday on High and Mighty, we're going to be coming back and we're going to be talking about the previous episodes. Uh, we got some guests lined up for episode two. We got Matt Rauch, uh, who plays Burton, and Adam Targum, who's a writer EP on seasons three and four. And for episode three, we got... Hoon Lee. Hoon Lee. So, spoiler alert, Job's still alive. He's also in the credits. Good way to, if you're watching television, <laughs> right. to learn if a character has been killed off or not. <laughs> But, Although Lily's in the credits. But and- somebody was saying, I forget who was saying this. I guess because Job is not in episode one, they were saying that they told him that that was their best episode they've had. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I don't know why, but there was something about this episode that was really amazing. It just seemed a little cleaner, a little right? trimmer, a little less people. <clears throat> uh, all right. So this, guys, Sean Conroy, Sean Clements. Thanks so much for coming. To Thank the, you for uh, having for me. doing a little Thanks fan man, a little me. fan. Watch cast. out for Deva. Keep your eyes peeled for Deva. I'm going to uh, watch the next few episodes. Keep my eyes on Deva. Tweet at us if you are watching along this season. Yeah, please. Who you think the serial killer is? Your favorite moments? Uh, anything you think might be a clue to help solve this crime? Um, it's kind of fun to add the love of Banshee of all of the violence and sex and all the tropes and all the shit we love about Banshee, and then get to throw on like something that you want to find out. Yeah, I think that's like a good combination. After watching new other shows like Bosch and stuff, you do like that mystery element it is kind of also if anybody could help my parents figure out how to be proud of me that would be oh yeah if any of you guys want to call our parents on our behalf and just kind of say you're fans of us you like we have some skill set that we are using well or anything like that yeah um i think my parents are fine i was in a I was in a commercial once that was like a commercial I booked and it aired during Lost when like Lost was like my mm-hmm. dad's favorite show. <laughs> and I think I've gotten a lot of sort of You've been able to ride that, that ever since. I think that moment was like, all right, I guess you're doing so I don't get I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but it must be something. <laughs> I will say my mom during Lost. My mom is a professor uh of nursing and she was teaching a class and someone was like, "Mrs. Gabris?" Do you have a son that does a uh, guy code? And uh-huh. my she like my mom. The woman wanted to take a picture with my mom, and my mom now wow. has she's attached herself to my modicum of fame, and she's like fine with it now. She's like that's so great, you know. Like it's so fun that everyone's a fan. I'm like because they asked you to be in a picture, right? right. <laughs> right. Then they can show like check right. this out. Like, <laughs> look, yeah, yeah, look at that. this weird ass. I'm like mom, you're gonna get fired if the if the if the college finds out you're yeah. connected to me. I've said almost nothing that can get you. <laughs> so. So my advice to you, Sean, would be get on Guy Code or possibly sort of somehow reinvigorate the network television structure where one singular show is popular really enough important. that you can just yeah. attach yourself in even a tertiary way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like I was on Lost, but just that I was on TV I was, during I, Lost. I was talking to somebody last night about about uh, Banshee, and I was saying, you know, I have to go do this podcast tomorrow and whatever. And the person was like, oh, they should put you guys on the show. And I'm like, 
Do you fucking understand how television works? <laughs> but also, that's what I think makes this whole process even crazier is that we're, this is not a moment where we're going to end with like a, a, a an, an esteemed reward. Like, guys, we're going to have you be three guys that get killed. <laughs> You yeah, know, or right. like, that would yeah. be cool. <laughs> right. But it's over. There's it's over. No, the show is zero the show possibility been, of that happening. The show has been we did, in the can for nine we months. We did have a moment, right? What That was in the first episode. Yeah, at the premiere where they go, uh, Hood goes to the, or who goes? Yeah. Hood, yeah, yeah. This is the Hood first goes episode. to the house. The meth dealer's. The meth dealer's house. And then he comes out, and all those dudes circle around with him. the Palin, the, the Palin twenty twelve shirt on. The one fat hick has a Palin twenty twelve shirt on. And, oh yeah, that was so such good. a funny move. And, and Gabrus and I looked at each other, and we were like, we could have been those guys. That would have been oh, the yeah. only role we could have played on the show is like a giant Amish hick killers. <laughs> that yeah, was our big cool. moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking at Clements sitting here across from me. Uh, the cut of his jib with that stash, you definitely could have played a blue shirt cop in the background. Definitely. It's like, hey, yes. Just chief. a cop extra. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, hey, sheriff, uh, chief, the press, I'm the sheriff the, now. The, the, the press conference starts in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or or you could be like, Calvin, where are the tricordalies? <laughs> the guy. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just like, it's, Hood has stormed past me, and I'm just sorry, I told him you were on a call. <laughs> <laughs> or because, like, it's fine, it's fine. If we want to make use of your swastika tattoos that you already have, we could be. Like, <laughs> oh, well, that's interesting. Right. You could have used one of the white supremacists. <laughs> rather than just owning them as my, my personal philosophy. Wow. I've never tried to exploit them in that way before. Yeah, dude, I think it's time you start getting booked off of your insane You think I should use it? All right. I got to respect the SS on your neck. I thought it was something about your name, like Silly Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all started. And it works for that, too. (laughs) That's what I tell the kids. Um, Sean Clements, where can people uh, find you on Twitter or anything you want to plug? This goes up tonight. Oh, man. Uh, I'm at Sean Clements. (laughs) Spelled not like it sounds. Um, And then uh, check out Hollywood Hollywood Handbook. And that might be it for me. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Sean Conroy at Sean Conroy at Sean Conroy and check out the long shot which is my podcast which has and, been running for six years now. yeah and that's where you bring in a, a friend mentions they like a show and then you force them to work 12 free hours <laughs> alongside you talking about shows that's the oh wait one. no no I'm sorry I'm getting that confused that's the one. Yeah. all right fucking shitheads uh, listen up it's me John Gabris we're done here with Banshee stuff every Monday after this we'll be reviewing episodes talking to talent recapping theorizing about can't how- wait till we talk Talk about episode two. Oh, I know. I can't wait to talk about episode two. I'm so excited. I wonder who we'll get and how it will go. As always, though, Thursday mornings will be new non-Banshee episodes of this podcast. So if you're a huge Banshee fan and you're only listening to this part of the podcast, maybe check out my other side. If you're a huge High and Mighty fan, sorry, I feel terrible for you, and you don't like Banshee, ignore these podcasts and just listen to the other ones. I don't give a fuck. Or unsubscribe completely. I'm doing this mostly for myself at this point. All right, later, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast.